0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 937. Three tools to set yourself up for a win by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Oh, and I should mention, on Fridays, I answer your questions. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com ask. I thank you in advance for sending your questions. I love listening to and responding to them. But since it's not Friday yet, let's hear today's article and continue optimizing your life. Three Tools to Set Yourself Up for a Win by Kate Galliott of TheUnbreakableBody.com Which of these sounds like you when it comes to working towards a goal? You go big, deep, and all in on day one. You have a sharp increase in the amount of workouts you do and an equally sharp increase in your workout intensity and volume. Put another way, it's full steam ahead from the start. No ramp up, no subtle adaptations just dragging your body for the ride, whether it likes it or not. Or maybe you're someone who knows you want to achieve a specific goal, but you struggle to figure out the path to ensuring you get to declare a win for that goal. Having coached people to their fitness and athletic goals for nearly 20 years now, I've gathered a lot of experience crafting the process for my students from day one to day goal achieved. And I noticed something interesting when talking with my students about their expectations of the work that lay before them versus the reality of it. It does take work to get to a goal, but most of my students' initial impressions were that they needed to do a Herculean amount of work right off the bat, and every day until they reached their goal. But this just isn't true. No matter what abilities you need to build to reach this goal of yours, be it active range of motion, cardiovascular endurance, muscular strength, technique of a sport or skill, or anything else, the path to successfully doing this requires progressive loading of the variables involved. Put another way, you need to do the right work at the right intensity in the right progression at the right time. But beyond doing the right work at the right time, there are three important tools you can use to set yourself up to win. These three tools make the program you're doing work better, they make your process go smoother, and they can even help you avoid wasting time on things by tuning into what matters most. Let's dive into three tools you can use to set yourself up to win. Tool number one, break your goal down into small building blocks. You've got to know what goes into the thing you're trying to achieve. Sure, the end goal might be hold a handstand or complete the marathon, but what are the building blocks that make up your ability to do the end goal? In the case of running a marathon, your foot muscles are a building block, as are the mobility of your ankles, knees, and hips. Your full body muscular strength is a building block and so is your running or walking technique, and your gut tolerance to various calorie sources during the long runs, just to name a few. By determining the building blocks, you create a blueprint of the final product, think goal achieved, and you can take a high-level view of the entire thing before you dive in. You can use that blueprint to create a checklist for yourself, so you're ticking the boxes as you work towards your goal. And ticking off success on the way to goals absolutely bolsters motivation to keep pressing forward. You can also use the blueprint to form a thoughtful training plan, either on your own or with the help of a coach. Now here are a few questions to ask yourself as you determine what the building blocks are for your goal. What load does your body need to be able to withstand to achieve the goal? What positions do your joints need to be able to go into? What techniques do you need to learn? What parts of your body will take the brunt of the work and will need extra care? Tool number two, assess your starting point accurately. Did you ever have an experience as a kid where you pretended to know something already, a piece of information or a skill of some kind, and then your friends or the teacher in class asked you a follow-up question about said info or skill, and now you were stuck because you definitely fibbed about where your knowledge or skill actually was. If you're not able to tick the boxes on your building blocks, why would you train as if you've ticked them already? Doing so will eventually come back to bite you. I know it can be exciting to dive right into the big, aggressive, flashy looking training drills or practices you see those experts that you admire doing, but you are not them and they are not at your point in the journey. If your goal is to do a handstand, the person you admire who can do a handstand quite well is nowhere near the same point in the journey as you. Assess your own unique starting point accurately by taking the building blocks you listed in tool number one and determining how much of each building block you do or do not have at this time. Assess your mental headspace. Know where your unique, most likely to botch things spots are and plan accordingly for them. Maybe you know you're a bit of a perfectionist and you know that the shadow side of that trait can trip you up if you're not paying attention. Tool number three, be a good listener. Your body is always talking to you, giving you information. It's your choice whether you listen to it or not. Every signal your body receives, it responds to. Listening to those responses and participating in influencing them is how you join the conversation. The little ache that crops up, the newfound feeling of strength in how you picked up that box, the sensation in your knee after you took a little slip in the yard last week. These are all responses. Responses to signals your body received. Because you'll be imparting a lot of signals on your body as you work towards your goal, it pays to tune in to how your body responds. Sometimes your body will respond as you expected. The weight will become easier to lift. The mobility, easier to access. The endurance, just a bit more expansive than before. Sometimes, your body will respond in an unexpected way. A little ache or tweak. A soreness in the feet that never seems to diminish. By listening to these responses, you get clued into what your body is telling you it needs. Maybe you didn't plan to do more wrist care, but if your body is telling you it needs more wrist care, you can make slight shifts on the course so as to continue in forward motion. Because remember, having your body respond in such a way that you become injured and cannot do the work, then your forward motion has stopped. While injuries aren't entirely preventable, your participation in the conversation makes you far more equipped to deal with them if they arise. You just listened to the post titled Three Tools to Set Yourself Up for a Win by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I've definitely been one of those who has ignored the signals my body is trying to tell me. Sometimes it's hard to know whether you're just feeling lazy Whether these signals are really your body telling you something or is your head just getting in the way and telling you, you can't do this. Sometimes I know it's hard to tell the difference. But what I would say, and especially when it comes to workouts and trying to get fit, is err on the side of caution. Just yesterday, in fact, my brain was telling me that I was gonna do a high volume workout. One component of that workout was doing deadlifts, 100 reps at my body weight. And during the warm-up, I was like, oof, I'm not feeling like my best self today. But then I thought, well, it's just in my head, I'm gonna push through this. When I finally got into the workout and I was doing some of the exercises before I got to the actual deadlift portion, my performance didn't improve much. And I was still feeling like my body was dragging. So I finally listened to my body. And when I got to the deadlift portion of this workout, instead of lifting my body weight, I just took it down 20 pounds. I was still able to do the 100 reps but at least I didn't injure myself in the process and I got through the workout. To me, getting through that workout safely was more important than setting a new rep record for lifting my body weight using a deadlift. Today, I feel great, no injuries, which means I can have another workout day much sooner rather than later. And I've talked about this many times on this show before, momentum. Me accomplishing this workout even though I didn't reach my ideal goal of getting 100 reps of deadlifts at my body weight, I'm still going to fight another day and get another workout in sooner rather than later, which will then keep my momentum going, keep pressing forward, as Kate mentioned in her post, and meet my other goal of working out at least five times this week. So it's taken me a while, but I have learned to, as Kate mentioned, be a good listener. Because as Cosmo Kramer once said on the hit television show Seinfeld, You don't argue with the body, Jerry. That's an argument you can't win. All right, that's enough out of me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a wonderful week. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.